this week on the Pushwell Lace Podcast, I have my wisdom teeth out. Yeah. We talk about plagiarism in our industry and Joel Seaman's battle with another cracker. In three, two, one. Anyone who listens to a song on repeat for over an hour is a sociopath. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs <laughs> podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. That goes out to a very special someone. I am not a sociopath. That's not me, by the way. Tom was not having a go at me. So yeah. that's all good. That's all I care about. That Tom doesn't have a go at me, to be honest. Colour me um, in sunshine. Nah, 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 nah. What? There's certain songs, songs I, I like. like. It's a good song. But, I don't mind that. Yeah. But bearing in mind, I'm a heavy metal fanatic and screaming person. Um, yeah. But it's a, it's a nice song. But once is enough. I can't yeah. do that. Isabel, like, Isabel recently really got into um, the song Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. I think okay. a... Um, I think she was watching YouTube and a, a kid did it on lip sync battle and it was like a funny dance they did with it. And anyway, so she loved it. And then she was like, daddy, daddy, play the song on Spotify. So then like it started becoming a bit of like, okay, I listened to it a few times. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we, then we really got into it. And then after about, I reckon 40 times, not in a row, 40 <laughs> times in a week, it was yeah. a bit like, okay, there's other songs out there, you know, like, turn off. <laughs> so now she's on, um, what is it now she really likes? She likes The Nights by Avicii. Okay. Believe it or not, random. Nice. Um, yes, yeah, I think it must have come on on the car, like on my playlist, and she was like, "Oh, I like this." So yeah, that's been non-stop for the, the last week. <laughs> it's like a week usually. It's a week at last. Yeah, week. week kills it. I mean, I get into like you, you, you have like artists you get into for a, like a certain amount of time, and then it reminds. I have a lot of artists that remind me of like a certain scenarios, or like if I'm if I'm driving to golf and like it's a nice sunny day, I'll put on like Airborne. Because it's like, yeah, it's this beautiful sunny day, all this kind of stuff. And it, it re- takes me back like five years ago. Life was a lot more simpler back then. Um, and then, yeah. You, you know, know what? It's mad. I didn't really think that, how much simpler life was. Like, <laughs> do you yeah. remember? I still remember. I still remember like that first. Uh, I still remember a Marlboro. And I still remember sitting there on like that night shift on a Monday night with not a care in the world. Not a care in the world. Gosh, be nice, you're not it? there and i'm yeah. barely there so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like i'm like in or out it's, it's mad how music yeah. can yeah. do that it's, it is yeah. crazy how music can do that because music does that to me when i listen to some music i i get taken back to places like one of my big ones that i like listen to is like kasabian like and there's some of their songs are like obviously old but it takes me back to a time when i listened to that album yeah it would be like yeah i don't know it's cool isn't it it's nice you, you flick through your like things and that's why spotify is great you, like p- stick on a shuffle and be like oh yeah yeah okay. do you reckon yeah. we'll be like that when we're like 50 60 we'll be like oh you kids don't know good music you know oh yeah I'm, stuff I, I'm, I'm, I'm like that now mate i like yeah. i yeah. have no idea what is in the charts basically me and dan just before this we worked out well dan's worked out how to how to get down with the kids how to you know. know what the current music is and i was like i only know it through reels and mainly Joe, obviously PTC intern, mainly his, his main job is keeping me and Luke hip. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you go on reels and then you go on the music bit to select music and all the popular popular artists and uh, songstresses are on there, yeah. are trending, aren't they? So those are the ones that I go for. But then like Joe will be like, yeah, let's put that one on. Like, What's that? don't know what it is. What are you on about? Oh, insane. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Talk about age gaps because it really does show. I did a, like a quote from Lord of the Rings in um, in my PT like in Microsoft Teams because like the uh, the who was it the uh, digital marketing agency like they were like oh they really want to ask us all like all the team members to do um, if they if you had three lines or three sentences to do how to sell the new course what would you do. What would you say? And I said, one course to rule them all, one course to uh, <laughs> bind them. Uh, so I just went for the uh, the Lord of the Rings quote, and they were like, and then Luke didn't get it. Number one, he was like, "Oh, Tom's a bit of a rapper." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Are you on?" I was like, "I put like one course to rule them all, one course to bind them, one course to like do them, and then bring them in the darkness, bind them, or something like that." And then uh, Joe was like what are you on about? I was like, fuck me. I was like, who am I talking to? 
I was like, to be fair, you... mate, I I wouldn't have got that. You wouldn't have got I, that. I don't. I, I I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan, so. It's but like, imagine how I feel, mate. I do the office quotes. Imagine how I feel. Like, oh, yeah. not only does it have to be a certain demographic of people in terms of age, it has to be a certain demographic of sense of humor as well. Like, it just goes over so many people. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're not a nerd. Oh, I'm like, it's not even nerdy. Like, Lord of the Rings is like IMDb top 10 films. Like, easy. Like, two of them at least. It's too long, man. Not too long. You're great. Spectacular. Oh. <laughs> mm, well you say so but uh... oh, i will say so um i wouldn't even call myself a movie person but we're all good have you have you got a dog joining us on the podcast today yeah, he's podcast just sniffing dog? at the door he's sniffing at the door being really annoying now i just want to come in Oi. Lovely. <laughs> he just likes podcast. sitting on the bed next to me when i'm doing it you know we've got just... a lot of podcasts my sister just had puppies yesterday um oh yeah so, yeah got loads of whippet puppies in the family now oh wow even more whippets yeah people eh? people people have this weird uh conception of whippets are fragile not fragile and they run around a lot they are the laziest fuckers i've like in terms of dogs i've ever seen is it because they look like greyhounds is that the whole thing They look like greyhounds and they all they want to do is eat and sleep like they don't Mm. they don't even like they'll come for a little cuddle but they'll just like lie in a little crevice on the couch and be like i'm good <laughs> I'm good for twelve hours, like, and they're like, I might fancy a pee now. Okay, bush. They're like really disinterested when they want to go walk. They're like, I'm fast and all you idiots anyway. That's basically what. Yeah, it's weird, like, because like with Frankie and Molly, they're like that. Frankie, like, he wants to go out, but then once he's out, he can't wait to get home. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? It's just a bit weird. Like, he's uh, they're both so different, though. Frankie and Molly. We've he's got, currently uh, scratching yeah. at my jumper to make it into a ball. I don't know what he's trying to do. He's trying to make himself comfortable. And, like in more, in more dog gate, other people really want to know about our dog tails. Um, <laughs> we've got a little uh, French bulldog with us now as well. Uh, with uh, one of my housemates, is uh, yeah, lovely little French thing. Guess what it's called? It's nice, Frenchy. No, potato. Javier? Potato. Javier. No, potato. Oh, potato. It's called potato. So I think I'm calling it Spud or Tater. Um, yeah. yeah, wonderful. Okay. Strange name. Um, anyway, mate. How's your week been? How's uh, what's what's going on? Yeah, good. Nothing too crazy has happened, you know. First two days of the week are always a bit calmer, aren't they? I do a lot of content, do a lot of videos, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I filmed about four or five videos today, Ooh. edited two of them already. So yeah, on the content hype again, aren't I? I just started putting out more stuff. Yeah, um, started making yeah, same, a lot of time for it. Same, same. Yeah, I'm on the content. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Like yeah. somebody said, like today, it was like, yeah, you put you put content out all the time. I was like, no, I don't. I put nothing yeah. out. I was like, and if I do, it's he's like, oh yeah, I just see the PTC content quite a lot, and I just assume it's you. I was and like, you're in it. You'd yeah. be right. You'd be right to assume it's me. Correct. <laughs> I was like, it sometimes is me. Um, yeah, I might write or some of it, but I have nothing to do with the edit, nothing to do with the posting, nothing to do with some of that stuff. Like that's all Joe. That is God send Joe. I was like, he's captain in- as well. Yeah. I was like, otherwise it would not go up. <laughs> like and he's good at it, so I'm not doing that. Um, yeah, I don't put any content out, and basically, it's just like I'm just gonna repost PTC stuff. Fuck it, done. Yeah. I've already got my easy, library, and I, easy, easy, done. Easy, I, I, I will jump on it, but in about six weeks because I'm about 110% right now. I've not, yeah, I had a day off though. I had a day off on Friday, Dan. I had to work, I worked on Saturday, Sunday, but what did I do on my day off? Had my wisdom teeth out, didn't I? As you, as you do, you know, mm. as you do. So that's that's like so. Have you had yours out? No, the, I've got them though because I went for an X-ray and they were like, "Oh, they're there," and I was like, "Brill, yeah. thanks for telling me." All, all four of mine are there, and all four of them came out like were uh, had come through perfectly fine. There's no real issue. So it's the thing I'm getting Invisalign because you know straighten the old choppers. I'm on videos a little bit more um, for the foreseeable future. I'm assuming. Basically, record all this content and I'll come back with nice, nice the teeth. But they were like, That's "Yeah, it. you probably want to take uh, take some of the wisdom teeth out, so the Invisalign works better." So obviously, because it normally like they widen your jaw or push your, your yeah. teeth back in your gums and stuff like that. And I was like, "All right, we'll do that, fine." Um, but yeah, so painless, like in terms of procedure, in and out in half an hour. Like rocked up half nine. There was a 20, 20 25 minute delay. Of course, of course, there is at the dentist. What, and half nine in the morning. I know. And I was like, basically, I was like, somebody's late. Somebody's like, the tube's not working or something like that. I was definitely actually. Yeah. But imagine, imagine if that happened in like our line of work for PT. I know. 
you'd be like, oh, do you mind, like, we're just going to push everybody back 20 minutes. Is that right? No. <laughs> of course it's not all right. Yeah. No, it's not all right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would do that, would they? You'd have to cut, like, the first person off and then, like, go about your day. Uh, there's no cancellation when you come in. Really weird premise, isn't it? Because the doctor tries to see everybody, but suddenly it's, okay, it's kind of okay. You'll sit there and wait but you won't be like, oh, actually, we'll reschedule just you so everybody else can have their day normal. That's what they should yeah. do, like, for the greater good, not fuck up everybody else's day. Like, really so strange weird, concepts. Yeah. Like, doesn't work in private practice. Well, it's, that's a private practice. It's private dentist. And I was like, well, this is yeah. stupid. Um, I had taken the day off because I was told to. But, yeah, Bosch, uh, people were asking that I was going to get, like, general anesthetic for wisdom teeth. And I was like, Surely it's just local. I was like, I'm literally yeah. going to the dentist surgery. I was like, <laughs> I was like, don't yeah. think they're giving me. <laughs> no. I'm going to see the surgeon. I was like, basically, that's just the room at the back, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, <laughs> the dodgy walk, room at the back. Walk further down the corridor to see this man who had a Toy Story little uh, hat thing on his like thing. I was like, that's cute. I was like, I'm not ten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like we said at the start, mate, it takes you back there, doesn't it? You know, it he did, knows, yeah. He, I was like, oh, he, knows, he relaxed you, yeah, um, he relaxed you. yeah. He was, he was actually good. To be fair, he was very quick, efficient. Like, that's his job, just pulling people's teeth out. What a job, weirdo. Um, he's a sociopath, and then um, he's rich. <laughs> he's rich as well, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, every tooth you pull out, this much money, lovely. Um, yeah, but the quick and painless Bosch, like literally out within a minute. Like, doo -doo 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 -doo. I was like, I thought my jaw would give a little bit more like fight than that. Um, so I was a little bit I disappointed. Um, just Bosch obviously knew what he's doing. Then like my mouth full of blood. Like the scariest thing was like waking up on a Saturday morning. Because obviously like, so in the, during the day on the Friday, I was just like eating ice cream. That's about it. You can do. And then uh, you're not allowed to spit or rinse your mouth on the first day, even though there's lots of blood in there, you have to swallow because you need the blood to clot in like the holes it's left. So, so it would seal. And I was like, that's disgusting. I was like, I really want to spit. <laughs> like, just didn't, just, I don't like, don't like to condone spitting in general, but for the purpose of when you've got lots of blood in your mouth, like maybe you want to do that. They're like, no, you got to swallow. Why would it make a difference though? Apparently when you spit it, it forces you to salivate more and then the blood is basically not going to clot and it needs to right. be swallowed um instead so it forces it to like to clot better and they were like unless you want to keep bleeding for the next five days i was like yeah i don't want to do that um so yeah, yeah so it's fine i did that most of a reason i just was curious as to what yeah reason i was, was like that's weird i was like then all i could think about was like i really want to wash my mouth out <laughs> and yeah. then in the morning obviously sleeping and i like dried blood all over my teeth lovely this is a gruesome uh, podcast isn't it uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like, you have to like well, i have to wash my mouth out with like salty water like three or four times a day each time i have a meal um lovely like have some basically i've eaten like what do you think so i'm not allowed to eat much solids like just because i can't the right side's fine but the left side's got a suture got a stitch in it and that's just gonna fall out mm. at some point throughout the week that'd be a nice thing to do um but what do you what would be your go-to foods basically where you're you don't limited to no chewing this is an interesting diet i think ice cream's obviously accidentally one. lost weight by the way but yeah i thought so ice cream was obviously a good one stocked up on that chloe sent me like five tubs but after two days of eating ice cream, I was done. I was yeah. like, I never thought I'd get to that stage. I was like, I don't want ice cream. Like, yeah. I really don't. Yogurt, obviously. Yogurt's the next one, isn't it? Yogurt is the one. The I, have bought, one. I bought Sainsbury's out of Yop. Yop. Soup? Soup is the other one. And soup, Soup's my friends, right? Anybody that has soup without bread, how boring are you? Oh, I don't <laughs> What is that? You know, people, you know, people will say to me, like, oh, yeah, soup's a great dieting food. I'm like, not the way I eat it, it's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I need, like, for, I need a loaf of bread and a block of butter with mine. You have your soup. Yeah, the soup is just to soak the bread and, like, yeah, I don't need a lovely, spoon. <laughs> lovely soupy bread. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, basically, I had like one bowl of soup without any bread. And I was like, this is just death. And also, in the limiting factor, I couldn't open my jaw there. And I, could, I had to, like, go really slowly took me like half an hour plus to eat that bowl of soup <laughs> i was just like oh god so yeah then i like i was like that and then i've been on which i'm getting ridiculed for is beans and little sausages like the in a tin 
Yeah, Laura likes them, but I, I just I, I love them. them. I'm on your boat, Laura. I love those. I can't that's the thing that takes me back. I love the sausages, yeah. yeah, are stupidly small and weird, but they're so good. They're, they're so not really good. sausages either, are they? No, they're not, but they're so good. And I, I've had scrambled egg and salmon. That's been quite nice. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that would be good. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah Don't know if you've seen right. the news, Tom. An hour ago, just a breaking news: Phil Brown, Southend United boss, signs a new two-year contract. Oh Jesus Christ! Southend United. <laughs> Basically, that's actually a good thing because uh, uh, we're terrible, and uh, hopefully we're going to be taken over um, at some point if we get sold. We're now in the National League, Daniel. How depressing is that? That's depressing for you, mate. But that's just exactly just what just a, just a, just to point her out that I'm okay at football. I played in one division lower when I was like 16, 17, 18, like mm. than Southend United right now, the team I support. I played in the Blue Square Prem, like South, whatever it is for Chelsea City. And yeah, that's embarrassing that. And I, I could reignite my career, Daniel. I'm going to go play for Southend. Mate, you could. You'd be quicker now than you were then, probably. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Go for yeah. it. I mean, lovely. Might have to train. I don't, aerobically, probably not there. But yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> I, I get. No, you could be like an impact player. Impact player off the bench, thirty minutes. That's yeah. fine. Probably, I'm probably earning more than what I do now than if I went and played for Southend. If I'm truthfully honest, so I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, that's exactly it as well. Never mind. Anyway, uh, we've got anyway, protein bar. We got the uh, protein you know bar review. Do, do, do. Do All right, what? so yeah. So you can't do it, obviously. But I know. I but I have got a substitute. Because so with this, soup. I can't. We're not doing I'm, a soup review. Come on. <laughs> We're doing a protein soup review. I've got chicken chicken broth. Um, no, I have a protein shake. Uh, okay, like it, like it. Because I can like do it. that, can't I? You can do I, that. I can do that because I've had them over the last week. So, it, well, I I decided we, to go back. I went. I was on pro. I was on protein pick a mix, and I was getting some new ghost whey protein powder. I got the cookie dough, which is very nice. The white uh, chocolate chip cookie, sorry. It's got little bits of chocolate chip in it and cookie. It's really nice, but um, it's not really overpowering taste. It's quite a milky taste. I mix it with milk anyway, but um, yeah, very nice. It's anyway, quite I ordered. Milky, it's quite a milky taste. When I no, milk, as in but... like no, as in like it's not like a really overpowering taste. It's kind of a you can tell it's milky yeah, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Right, if you knew how to water be milky, but anyway, you know, I thought I'd get like quite chocolatey, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd get the carb killer selection box it's been a while since i had carb killers and i you know had what? that selection box i probably different but might be the same at uh, christmas yeah so i no I, I just went through and selected 12 random ones I think oh, right, select okay. 12 random ones and uh, i used to really like the cookies and cream one and not many people used to like it i used to love it so i thought i would like i was go back and have cookies and cream i thought i'd try one so today's review is to see if cookies and cream is as good as it used to be that's the, the taste test today. Okay, to wonderful. see if it's as good as I remember it. Carb killer versus I have. Uh, don't let the, the T-shirt fool you for what it is. It's mainly because I have some of these. Um, and I actually didn't try this one because I tend to go towards vanilla or chocolate uh, protein shakes. Um, but this is a My Protein Impact Protein Shake strawberry flavor. Um, fuel your ambition 25 grams of protein lovely job I never understand why like these these ones are never in kind of shops and stuff like the ones you only see are like the protein and go or whatever it is I don't know I can't know what the company is I've got some in my fridge um, because that's what I've been having for like breakfast basically a yop and a protein shake as I walk out <laughs> it's still very very good it's fantastic I, I, I like that one good, yeah. I don't know what it is about it but I do like it so I'll tell you the other ones I got as well, just to peek, you know, peek behind the curtain, just to let you guys know, because obviously I got a white chocolate cookie. I got a Jaffa Quake, which is obviously chocolate orange. I got a birthday cake. I got a peanut nutter. And then I got a dark chocolate raspberry, white chocolate salted peanut, and the salted caramel one. They're all the newer ones, which are a bit softer in texture. But I, I do really like that cookies and cream one. It's a real good staple. I'm glad I got it again. And I think I'm going to order more of them. Nice. They're very, very good. I do like them. Well, my review, a little bit different of the protein shake. Um, yeah, standard. I quite like these ones. Um, I feel like the ones that you buy in the shops like are a little bit like, I believe your mouth quite dry. Um, yeah. I'm not too sure why. And I never understand 
um, the people who buy the ones that have got three to one in terms of carbohydrate to protein. It's only got like 15 grams of protein and Ridiculous. 45 grams of carbohydrates. Just if go, just go and them, get a fridge. Just go and get a fridge milkshake. Like, that's, what are you doing? That's insane. It's like three quid and it's mental. And the one next to it is probably cheaper and has 25 to 30 grams of protein in it. Um, they just put, they really, they put the word recovery on it and they're like, oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Just go and look at, next time you're there, go and look at the chocolate milk nutritional information. It'll be the same. They're it's about 16. I think one. the fridge are about 16 grams of protein in those. Yeah. yeah it's three to one. Same. It's the same ratio, usually. Yeah. Majority of them. Um, so these ones, the my protein ones, are pretty decent actually. For 165 calories, you got 25 grams of protein. Um, mm. It's pretty solid. That it's good. Like, yeah, 13 grams of carbs, and it tastes all right. Uh, I'm not usually a big fan of strawberry. I think what was in this one? I like 23 strawberry. grams in this one. I like strawberries, but yeah. Um, you see, this is the only other thing that carb killers have over like the protein pantry and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, is that you get 23 grams of protein and only 217 calories. The fats are at eight carbs are at 14. Do you know, like that's, that's what the original protein bars were about was like, okay, yeah. this, the reason these were so good was because they tasted good and the macros on them were actually good. It wasn't like just eating a chocolate bar. Whereas the protein pantry ones are nice and decadent, but it is just like eating a chocolate bar with 10 grams of protein added to it. Yeah. To a certain degree. So, yeah, I mean, as, so, I'm going to score this one out of just like across carb killers and like all those types of ones. This is a nine out of 10. Definitely. Cause it's a different, Jeez. different category to the carb, to the protein pantry ones, in my opinion. Nice. Nice. Cookies and cream is definitely one of the better ones. I have to say. And I tried the other day. Um, it came free. I'm sure I've mentioned this. The apple crumble one. Absolutely fucking awful. Never <laughs> get that. And the one, the other one I used to really like that they've discontinued is the banana armor. I used to love the banana. Oh one. no. What are you doing? There was like banoffee. It was like a banoffee like flavor. Oh, it was so good. That sounds awful. Um, no, what impact protein shake, uh, made an impact seven out seven, eight out of 10. I'd quite happily have that for breakfast. Mm. Or I guess put it put it on some cereal, right? That's what all the cool kids are doing. No, all the cereal and then a protein shake. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put my protein milk on. What? No, put uh, normal milk. Put put some fun normal. like custard milk. Um, yeah, go crazy. All right, so we've got a couple of things to talk about. Um, annoyingly, I think that both the both the topics are quite annoying. Um, yeah, probably covered yeah. by me and you, which yeah, people can turn off from up right about now because it could get even more annoying um, than it normally does. So I think we're going to delve into. I've literally written. Uh, it's like being back at uni about what we're going to talk about right now in terms of plagiarism, yeah. Um, yeah. because I think it's just something to discuss in a personal trainer's life span as well. Because it has happened to both me and you. Correct. Mm. I think in terms of our work. And there's fuck all you can really do about it, really. Like, mm. you know, be like, oh, yeah, don't use that, please. Um, great. And, uh, of course, Joel Seidman. Hang around for that conversation, of course, because Dan tagged me in something today. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll dive into the bit of Joel Seidman uh, with his uh, 90 degrees prick. Mm. I've written Joel 90 degree prick on my notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that a little bit and just see what he's doing. I, I think we should just check in every month. With like, Joel, yeah. Just uh, to check in with Joel. <laughs> What's Joel been doing Joel. this month? Just to see what he's been doing. Like, yeah. Or we'll just pick up more on out and fitness each month and just go in on it. Um, yeah. Why not? V-Shred, you're next. Um, all right. Oh, gosh, <laughs> that, yeah. All right, so plagiarism. Um, like being back at uni because I believe Daniel, you would have used a program called Turn It In. I believe Turn It In, Turn yeah. It In, um, which we uh, know it uh, marks your well, kind of sees your work for plagiaristic content, correct? So if yeah, it is it does, anywhere it? on anywhere on the dark webs or the normal webs, um, it will find it. And if you've copied or in a textbook, it, or in a textbook, <laughs> if you've copied it word for word, guess what? Yeah. We, 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 uh, what were you allowed like it was it up to uh, or not including 20 percent, wasn't it it was something like that because you're allowed to reference things obviously because yeah obviously it, it was and then you know but if you did a correct reference it's fine mm. if you incorrectly referenced it would count as it plagiarism would content and there were so many i used the yeah any uni students listen to this i used a, a software called Mendeley um to 
basically do all of my dissertation and all of my stuff, which would reprogram all of my uh, references and make them all correct. Because there's certain journals need it in certain different ways and sports scientists yeah. journals were different like in terms of Harvard stuff. And Harvard, it was normally a Harvard referencing system, wasn't it? But there was like variations mm. of, but really annoying. But anyway, we dive deeper on that, mate. That was, I told you it was a bit yeah. boring. I think it's important to, to talk about it because as you said, I think as a PT, it's important to discuss and know that throughout your lifetime. You may be tempted to do it. You may be, I don't know, whatever it is, but it's happened to me a few times. I, I, I've, I've had it. I've had someone, I remember it was about a year and a bit ago, sent me an email and said, I'm on this other person's email list. They've just sent out an email that's like, they've just copied and pasted yours. And it was, it was like an Instagram post I'd done and I turned it into an email and I emailed yeah. the guy and he was just like, no, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. I was like, brilliant. I was like, I don't care. Like, you know, I don't even know who you are kind of thing, but I'd obviously yeah. just, mm. just picked it and, and run with it or whatever. And then happened today. Today I got, I got sent an email. Um, and as I was reading it, I realized it was mine word for word. Um, and the person who'd copied it and included all the punctuation that I missed out as well. Like I went back to the email that I wrote. It was about a year ago that I wrote it. August, 2020 it was. And knowing Dan's emails, he leaves out a lot of punctuation. Infuriating. Yeah. And like, I just like, you know, it was like, I hadn't put like a full stop after some sentences than I had after others. And it was exactly the same, exactly the same. Like all the punctuation marks were, were the same. And it, I think you, you can't get annoyed because it's just going to affect your day then. And it's like, well, it's not like, something i can do about it and i think as a as a fitness professional you you and, and if you have a certain followers or people like what you do you're probably going to get people who maybe copy what you try and do like we've had it before um with like youtube videos like we've had people go oh, i love how you do youtube i'm going to do exactly the same it's like it's not plagiarism it's like taking someone's idea and putting your yeah. own spin on it and like that was what i was annoyed about was like you could have just read that email taken the idea from it and then just rehashed it in your own words right that's what that's what i do like again i'm not reinventing the wheel here like Everything to talk about in fitness has been talked about. It's just you're putting your spin on it. So like I might see James Smith rant on a video about something. And I'll go, right, I'm going to do a video on that, but I'm going to have my take on my version of events on it. I'm not just going to just going to strip the audio and then just like fucking copy it onto my video. Am I might just like, it doesn't mean. And anyway, but. What a great idea. Is, I like, might start doing that for you. Yeah. Like, it's me doing stuff. <laughs> I just, and, and for me, like the, the most, the most disappointing thing about it when it happens to, to you is that it tells you more about the person doing it. It tells you a lot about, in my opinion, anyway, it, it shows that they're willing to cut corners. It shows that they're, and it's like, okay, if you're willing to do that with something that simple, that straightforward, like writing an email takes 15 minutes, right? It's not fucking hard. If you're good at it. Um, but it's the whole concept of like, if you're doing that with that, what else are you doing it on? Like, what else are you just copying? What else are you just doing that? And, that makes me upset for that person and disappointed for that person because I'm like, well, if that's what, if that's how you, the standards you hold for yourself in, in just in this, in your, you know, what, what else are you, do, are you doing that's maybe not up to standard? And I think for me, I would, I would hope that anyone listening to this would know that we're all about high standards, about doing things the right way, et cetera, et cetera. And just know that in fitness, people will copy you you will copy other people like again there's nothing brand new here we copy exercises we've seen from other people we're not here like palafres like you know it's not like plagiarism you know i don't plagiarize his fucking press right but it's about making sure that the tool is used appropriately and understanding why you're doing it that's the understanding is why you're doing that understand why you're doing that exercise why it's applicable to this client and why you should use it with more or less clients etc etc on what stage right and it's the same with writing it's the same with with content it's okay well, let's talk about that subject, but I'll put my world view on it. That's what you want out of it. That's what we're looking for. It's the same with the essays that people do at uni. It's the same example. You'll get set the same question, but you really that none of the none of the essays are the same. They're all done in your own way, in your own way of doing things. And it's exactly the same with content. Is that each bit of content that I put out is a part of a bigger picture. It's part of me putting across my view of the world, my view of fitness, my view of training and nutrition. And if if work is just copied flat out from someone else, it would be instantly recognizable that it's not mine, that it's not how I would say things. It's not how I would term things. And that's why when I read this email, I was like, I was reading it and I was like, that's how I write. 
And I knew instantly, like, I, I, and this is what I mean, is it, I, it was an email I, I sent in August last year. So I didn't, I don't know all my emails off by heart, right? <laughs> but as I was reading it, I was like, hang on a minute, this is, this is written quite well. Um, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but no, I was like, and, and that's when it twigged. And I was like, this is exactly how I would write. And like, believe it or not, you have your own writing style, you have your own style of doing videos. You might have noticed Tom's been doing a lot more videos with PT Core and stuff like that. And like, again, he's not trying to copy how I do videos. He's just doing how he does videos. Like Tom, for some reason, puts his camera up really, really high. Have you noticed that anyone? But like, he just does it, right? Because he's always showing off like around the gym, I think, as well. Like he never does it down here. I don't I don't recall seeing your stories down here. You always do them a bit higher. No, I do, like, I do it there. Like, because yeah. people are looking, yeah, looking at I'm like, hey, people. Yeah. I'm in a yeah. little box. I just picked it up. <laughs> I just picked up on it. I just picked up on it. And it's like, that's the whole thing is like, everyone puts their own spin on it. But it's just remembering that, like, and I saw a quote the other day from someone and they were talking about, like, it's not a case of, like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Like, it's not that, that quote. If, I don't know if you've heard that. Like, it's not, it's not true and all this sort of stuff. And I get that to a certain degree. But I did a video about this sort of topic to go out on Instagram at some point. And it's, about your standards it's just about what you expect of yourself and that's all it is that's for me plagiarism just tells me what your standards are and what you're prepared to do and that unfortunately will not get people very far copying flat out copying stealing stuff like it'll get you it'll get you maybe a a, a pat on the back a well done that was a good that was a good post or whatever but if you can't back that up regularly then it's it's a flash in the pan and it's pointless and i think that it was just, um, and I think someone said to me, oh, like, oh my God, are you really angry? And I was like, no, like, I don't, what's the point of getting angry? Like, it's, again, it says more about the person doing it than it does about me. Like, I don't, like, it probably happens more than I probably would know about. It's just that I knew about this one. I knew about the one before. I think it's happened twice before that like, people have sent me stuff. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, it's frustrating. But at the same time, it's like, they're always going to be one step behind. It's like, they're trying to, what, what game are they trying to play? Like, are they always going to copy your work? Are they always just going to, do you know, like try and do that? And yeah, I just think it's, I think it's interesting. Anyone listening to this, it's one of those where it's, it's tempting to think like that and to think, oh, that's what I need to do. Um, or that's a good bit of content. I should just copy. I don't know. I, I just wouldn't cross my mind. So I don't, I can't get into the, into that headspace. Like, um, I think it's, it's a case of, obviously I like look at stuff and then I've got, I'm, I'm repurposing ideas a lot. Right. I'm not, I'm not always coming up with very rarely, like maybe one, 2% of the exercises that I do. And I do discovery time where I'm messing about with shit in the gym or stuff like that to see what works. Um, but it'll be like, Oh, that looks good. And my, like, before the podcast, each time I go through my saved uh, on Instagram because it's usually a bunch of shit that I've, I've, I think is quite cool um, that I might rehash, but I don't really repost it, but I'm going to use it. But it's not plagiarism. It's a weird one. Well, no, because the um, thing with exercises is it's one of those where if you did invent an exercise, you'd want to share it with the world. Like Brett Contreras' hip yeah, yeah, just wants like, to share it with that. the world, right? Yeah, off you go. And, right? it's like, and, and it's that whole thing of, like, I think with emails and things and content, is like, I want to share a message. Take the message out of it. Take yeah. the fucking message out and put your own spin on it. That's what people do with exercises. They put their own spin on it. They adapt it. They use it and stuff like that. Um, and I just think it's important that you you have your style, your way of doing things. And I just think it's so obvious when it's done. Like, just don't... I know it's tempting. I'm sure it's tempting if you look up to people, you look up to certain things. And I'm sure someone like James Smith has had his content plagiarized fucking constantly. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the only no, stuff I that think... obviously I've had done... Um, Programs, a thousand percent. Uh, my programs seem to rock up in certain places, and I'm like, hmm, that looks like I wrote that. I or I'll, I'll I'll watch like if I'm going around another gym or elsewhere, and I'm like, eh, I know that exercise order. Like, mm. and for those exercises, sometimes some of them are a little bit random and like quite particular to maybe one of my clients like a little bit of rehabby prehabby thing or there'll be something that like there's something that i would do like just a, a general trademark to like oh i probably adapted that slightly and they'll be copying it like like word for word however in the note and i'm like mm. yeah that's odd like why do they need to do that i wonder what oh i didn't realize they had like some sort of l5 s1 herniation on the left side as well interesting yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so that's quite rare isn't it um yeah i don't like that um one of the other big ones for me was um 
obviously unfortunate person who I used to work with quite closely um, when developing a product for third space decided to uh, decided to take most of that product and pass it off as his, his, his own, even though we worked, well, I actually worked on it with somebody else. And then unfortunately I shared my work with this person and uh, to get pointers and we would then develop it a little bit more together. Uh, but no, he just stole it and pitched it and took it and he got all credit. And I was like, brilliant. This has worked well. Um, <laughs> eventually got sacked, but after a good few years of it being pumped up, um, so that was that was that's annoying uh, that people steal your shit like that. It's not, and again, it wasn't. I wasn't reinventing the wheel. I was taking like lots of, like we say, don't become a purist, become a generalist, and you have like lots of different things to build towards what would be. It was a screening system. But obviously now that screening system will live in the PTC now. I and mean, it's even more developed now. It's five years better. Um, mm. But yeah, and, but I want people to fucking copy that because it's good. Um, but not literally steal. It'd be like taking my unit three and be like, oh, that's mine. Be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. mine. <laughs> like I did that. And, and, it's, so. and the other thing as well is like we talked about with referencing stuff is it's, it's not even a case of like you could even st- you could even fucking steal an email and go, hey, I didn't have any content today, so here's an email from someone I really respect. Credit them, yeah, and like, they're just fucking right, and then copy and paste it. Credit, no one, absolutely. I wouldn't give a fuck. I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> it's just um, repost, and that's what that's what you want, right? It's that whole thing of like that is yeah. flattering. If you really like the message, repost the person and give credit. Boom. Like you win with them because they're like, oh, cool. I, this person like yeah. sharing my stuff. That's great. And then you've also got a post. Like, I don't really get that. Like I'm, I'm all in favor of reposting. Like I get it. It's a lazy way, but if you feel like you need to put content and you still agree with the message and maybe you couldn't rehash it and didn't have the time to, then it's such an easy get out clause. And you get like, you rub somebody else's back to yeah, go for it. Like it's fine. Um, yeah, I just think as well, like it's just, it's just look, people do it, they can do it if they want to do it. Like I said, for me, I have never ever done it. I just think for me, again, it's just a standards thing. I just wouldn't let my standards go to to that, I wouldn't let them slip. But like like Tom just said, that if you if you do want to do that, just say this is from so and so and you'll be fine. Um, I don't know, just it's just frustrating, it's just frustrating because. I think because of the time it does take to to get better at writing content, the time it takes to learn to edit properly, to learn to write good emails, to learn to do all the copywriting coaching, all the thousands of pounds I've spent on that, to then just go, oh, I'll just steal that off someone. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, it just, it just, like I said, I think it, as an industry, it happens a lot. Um, you know, it happens with, like you said, with programs. I've seen it happen before. People copy and paste programs and sell them. We've, we've heard some big names do it. We've heard some of some big names that do it in fitness. You know, it's not, it's not just, it's not just little people. It's not just middle, middle ground people. It's some big names do it, you know? Um, so just, just, just remember like, again, it just, it's not cool. I think, I think it's just, just give credit. It's so easy. I just be like, I really love your work. It's all right. It's I like share. me being like, oh, I invented the hip thrusts. I invented them. Yeah, I did. I, just, <laughs> I invented. Nice. Yeah. Did you? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's keeping up with Joel Seedman. Here's someone not to copy. Fuck <laughs> Jesus. As we know, Joel Seedman, AHP, should have his own segment in this podcast. He gets so much of our attention. Believe it or not, me and Dan follow people based off uh, ludicrous ideas. Gives us content to talk about. Um, obviously, this is Captain like uh, Run Like Seedman. Um, and uh, 90 Degrees always wins. Um <sighs> it's madness so what describe the video then tom come on describe the video i have the video all right i'm gonna watch it now so you got this chap called taylor heineke a bad quarterback who used to play for um slander isn't it, that? saying that slander i mean yeah. i don't know who he plays is he for bad right i don't know i don't he know is, is, bad. He, is he bad he, he is bad yeah uh he got an extension though apparently but they did just bring in a 39, 40-year-old vet to be their starter. So, yeah, um, I don't think he's going to be playing oh, at no. all. So he's got probably the cushiest job in the NFL, which is the second-string quarterback. Because you don't have to play, but you still get paid about $10 million a year. So, lovely job. Fuck off. Is that much you get paid? <laughs> yeah, between 5 and 10, probably. 
Um, yeah, but I suppose you have to know all the plays, though, still. I can't just sit there. Yeah, but they just sit there on the clipboard. They have a clipboard there. But then they're not really calling plays or anything because they're just like, oh, I'm probably not going to play. And they don't want my opinion, more than likely. And there's a offensive coordinator anyway that's telling them what to do. So they're like, this is good. <laughs> good best best position i think the uh, imagine the, that going through like high school and college you're a really good quarterback you you know you're gonna be the next big thing you go to a team and you just do nothing you're back up. <laughs> you're the backup. they normally get like yeah a few starts somewhere and then they they kind of do a little bit okay and they're like yeah they're gonna be a backup for the rest of their career what a career just sit there and play the oh. guitar uh yeah so taylor heineke uh a, a better he hands down he is a better quarterback than me. Okay. And that, I mean, yeah, yeah it's amazing. And he's a better strength coach than Joel Seidman. <laughs> so um, I just hate his little thing, his little bio things. Reminder 24, there's always 24 hours left on his explosive power program sale. Yeah. He's, he's always like selling he, the program. Mate. He, he has seen, uh, what is it? Is it DFS's sale? constantly going yeah. he is taking their notes dfs constant sale um so basically do you know what to do two best things you can maximize your functional strength speed power joint health muscle function and drug three muscle mass um squat using 90 degree joint angles wrong that is definitely wrong drug free muscle mass uh you need to go through the whole range of motion for a full contraction um avoid the sarcomeres that just gem- generally will not be turned so or used stop squatting ask the grass I don't like the term ATG. I always think it's like referencing like a uh, a brand or something like. That. I, I yeah. can just imagine that on like Man United's T-shirt. ATG. Yeah. AIG um, in it. Like, Sorry. Yeah, and I'm like, what is that? Is that a company? I don't know. Um, so yes, you can still get decent improvements. I was meant to talk about the video, wasn't it? So Taylor Heineke uh, walks out with I'm going to go there 45 pound plates. I'm going to guess 20 kilo bar. So give or take 200 kilos. 200 kilos. Yeah. 220, yeah. wouldn't it be? Probably about 220 on his no, back. No, it's just 405 pounds. Oh, is it 405? 180 right. kilos. Okay. Um, so 180 kilos. He walks out of the squat rack the wrong way around, um, just for the gram, and then in goes socks. in socks on a slidey deadlift platform, like a pristine like Georgia sports performance um, one that's clearly been waxed, I think. Um and then he turns like 45 degrees, so you get a kind of decent camera angle of it. Not not that the, the, the guy holding the camera couldn't have just walked around 45 degrees to get the better angle, could he not? not no, that's not why he does it. He does, he doesn't, doesn't he do it for a specific reason? Like he, it's Yeah, it's like a... it's Because like he's closing his eyes and he has to turn 45 degrees. It's to do with like the alignment. Like he can't... I saw it's that a he more, did that, like some eye close thing. Yeah, it's a more so. natural alignment for your hips and shit like that. I he thought tries to on claim 45 eyes closed V-I-S-R-E squats. What does V-I-S-R-E? Visual, imagery, spatial, referencing, elimination. Um, you notice eyes closed via visual imagery spatial referencing elimination protocol being used the reason is so effective um that individuals still rely on vision even when their eyes are closed what <laughs> ridiculous right, absolutely ridiculous. he definitely tra- he definitely plays with his eyes closed <laughs> so it's probably good practice for him uh, don't get that at all um don't do that guys um, I have seen people. I've seen people do it so they put bags over the plates, so they don't know what the plates are on, but they don't have their eyes closed. Um, but I've seen them like hide the plates from them, so they don't know what weight is on the bar. I get that. Yeah, I yeah. can get that because you like you lie to your clients sometimes, don't you? You're like, all right, yeah, this is still 25 kilos when you pumped up to 30. Like, and they're like, yeah. oh, I lifted that. That was heavy, wasn't it? I'm like, well done, you just hit PR. Um, but yeah, this lad. Yeah. So um, he's in a, yeah, just looking at his feet. Um, I would say he's trying to screw into the ground, but he's heavily on the outside of his foot on his left side. So he's probably diverting a shit ton of pressure. And you can kind of see it because if you do on his post, um, I think probably more the left to the right, the, the the leg closest towards him. It seemed I said to Dan Pre, I was just like, I'm waiting for his TFL to spasm, and anything on the uh, the lateral side of his right, his left leg. I think anything there is that it literally has got so much tension going through it. I feel like it's just in a not snap, but it's just so awkward. His hip is just hunting for some room, 
and some space to go into. And it like he's not allowing him to because of that 90 degree bullshit. Um, and he's basically limiting that kind of how we talk about, you know, knee varus being a good thing. He's basically forced into this kind of, if I was going to do the overhead squat assessment and then give you fucking 180 kilos of squat with it. And you're like, no, no, we do that because it's a limiting factor. So we see stuff that may be an issue in the future, but we don't actually squat like that. We hinder yeah. you. So it highlights basically different uh, asymmetries and stuff going on. We don't purposely do it. Um, yeah. Um, that is insane, absolutely insane. So he squats up. I think he's probably drifting. He's, yeah, I feel like maybe with a camera angle, but he's definitely leaning to one side. He's definitely drifting onto that left leg. And he doesn't even hit 90 degrees. He doesn't even hit 90 degrees, yeah. So um, the 90 degree thing is silly. I think you squat. All right, just as a biomechanics, I don't have a PhD. Joel Seidman apparently does. I only have my postgraduate master's degree. In yeah, but you might have a P, you might have a PhD in RE for a week. <laughs> but I will say, and this is because I have, a, yeah, any time term in biomechanics, just general fucking coaching. Dan would say this as well. Um, just squat to the range available. Yeah, <laughs> just that's all that's needed. Like whatever that usually whatever that client has access to, use it. And if it gets better, amazing. And probably when you do it to the access to it, it gets better because obviously, but I realize they're not going for range of motion. They're going for like power, all this horseshit. And the, then his whole thing was saying that like he has done for the last six months, all he's done is 90 degree isometric isometrics and stuff like that. But, and he's not done any speed training. Like Tainaiki, we said like, let's guess it's 25, 26. He's not done any traditional S and C for those six, six months, apparently training with Seedman. I'm like bullshit absolute bullshit because he's been in in washington playing training with the uh redskins sorry they would have done walkthroughs and stuff with him absolutely that's absolute ass white wrong um also he's probably got 10 to i don't know 20 they say 25 26 and i'm gonna go probably 12 to 10 years of good high school and guess what high school snc coaches are the shit over there they probably do really cool things they they do the foundational like groundwork and making those people move the running mechanics and all kind of that stuff he's got 10 to 12 years of good snc most likely traditional snc in him six months of horseshit from joel seedman is not going to make him forget that and make him move like a moron absolutely not like that's not what's going to happen and basically he said that he hasn't got any basically his post was that he hasn't got any worse <laughs> and it's like well, well he hasn't got any better like basically yeah. you plateaued him correct congratulations it's just it's just this whole thing of like he does all this and he and he uses like like you said elite level athletes and at that level it's like okay let's say he did that 90 degree squat and they improved it. it's like yeah but they're doing loads of other stuff that's making them better as well like they're athletes they'll do more they'll just do more so they could be doing stuff whatever but my argument is that if he just took two regular joes and trained them that way and then i took two regular joes trained them my way Mine would be more athletic. They would. Like you're picking elite level athletes here and going, oh, my stuff works. My stuff works. Uh, look at these guys. They're quick. Mm, no, they were quick before they came to you. Like, they're <laughs> yeah. elite level athletes. Like they ain't just random people you picked up off the street. And it, that's the thing that infuriates me about it is it's like anyone can sit there and be like, oh, no, I train these guys, these NFL players. They come train me because they're good. No, they come and train with you because it's easier, mate. <laughs> like they come and train with you because they go, oh, I don't have, to, don't have to squat as much with him. So it's easy. Yeah, Why yeah. Not? I get to do this hard squatting uh, business. Lovely. Uh, yeah, it's loads easier. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sore the day after, which is really nice. So I'll just carry on. And it's just that. That's what frustrates me about it is it's this whole thinks he's amazing, sells all the programs off the back of it. And, you know, you're working with people at a high level like that who will do whatever it takes to to succeed and they're doing everything else around it. Their nutrition's on point. Like you said, their speed drills and field drills and S&C with their clubs. They're, they're smashing it all. They, and like you said, also they've done it for 10 years previous. So it's all there. It's all still there. And uh, just it, it just frustrates me. He's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> He's a moron. Idiot. Idiot. No. Uh, yeah, I think we'll we'll have to look at some of these people and out them. Uh, I guess it's like I think we'll talk about V Shred. Maybe those guys. Is he the Smatter type guy? Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Um, maybe we dip back into some uh, functional patterns. Oh, we haven't talked about this ages. Oh. 
Um, At least he goes yeah. for a full range of motion, just the wrong range of motion. <laughs> <laughs> he loves throwing stuff and rolling around and all that kind of stuff. I'd rather he trained me than no, I don't know. He's a not he's a nasty man. Oh. Um, but yeah, between him that, that, I saw that I saw John Rusin doing more of that the other day. He was down a kettlebell and he was he was doing or something. He was doing all these things, and I was just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> John like, Rusin is some of his stu- some of his content. It's absolute gold. I have a lot of it saved. Like a lot of it's good. Yeah, some of it's and good, then, but some of it's garbage. Some of it, <laughs> some of it slips through, and you're like, uh, "It's like enough shit at a wall, right?" Some of it's going to stick. That's basically. Yeah. I, I feel like that's his uh, his motto. <laughs> He's the same though. He's the same as Joel Seaman. Every post, selling their plan, selling a training plan, sell this, yeah, buy yeah. this. It's just like all right mate because yeah, healthy shoulders and he's there with a club like throwing it around like, <laughs> is that why you've got healthy shoulders though yeah just or is it like yeah the 15 years of okay training yeah, your whole you body of work rooms. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has magically made it better has it has it no oh, i don't think so all right um any other business daniel no not for me no not for me i think we have some uh lovely students that are qualifying this weekend well i'll be there actually no so. there's something i want there's something oh. i want on record that the whole exercise library is my idea and oh, whoa, 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 i need a percentage, we, we haven't, we I need a percentage like, cut why why would yeah. you put it on the podcast now when we haven't just we haven't launched or done anything or whatever okay you know it mate <laughs> under wraps under wraps when me and dad <laughs> me and dad bring out our exercise joint library everybody's gonna be long yeah. um but yeah watch this space give it give it three months it'll be there you can always cut this bit out, mate. It's fine. <laughs> you, you, both, the end. you you know I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Too lazy. Look at him. Too lazy. God, dear. This is raw material. Everything's in. <laughs> uh, Even no. my chomping on the protein bars in there. Fucking hell. Yeah, Everything stays that's in. That's what people come for. People don't last this long anyway. So, um, no, yeah, let's turn it off by now. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We will catch you next week.